Welcome to Don't Tell Baba, the conversational podcast with Middle Eastern flair. My name is Shireen and my co-host is Noor. And today, Hello. We're going- <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about astrology and the occult. I'm so excited. I know you're so excited. Noor, do you believe in astrology and the occult? That is too broad a question. I believe in certain aspects of all of them. Okay, why don't you tell us what you do specifically believe in? I believe in witchcraft. I believe in psychic readings. I believe that people's purpose in life and their moods and their personalities can be tied to the time of their birth, and that if people connect with their astrological chart, then they should go balls deep into it. But I don't believe in daily horoscopes. Mm-hmm. I I said I believe in magic, right? I believe in magic. Yeah, you do. I, you do believe in magic. Yes, very, very strongly. It is my primary belief system at this time in my life, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I mean, um, so... Um, because this podcast has Middle Eastern flair, mm-hmm. we should point out that a lot of Arabs believe in magic, um, and we believe in fortune telling. Mm-hmm. I know we believe in black magic specifically. Definitely. I actually was planning to do some research for this episode, but I've got to be honest, I didn't get to it. I may Google some things as we talk because, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a conversation and people Google things while having conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, definitely. Okay, this was interesting to me. Islam and magic is not a hashtag on Instagram. Really? Mm -hmm. Islam and magic, Islam and witchcraft, Islam and the occult. I tried those three and none of them were like a recognized hashtag with even like a hundred people like which is funny because the black magic thing uh, is is in islam yeah hasad hasad is like magic cursing someone yeah 100 percent. yeah that's 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 in the quran for sure it is for sure yeah yeah um okay one more thing that i wanted to talk about for sure is ghosts oh you believe in ghosts A hundred percent. I know, I know for a fact that ghosts exist. Okay. Um, Other Muslims believe in spirits, in that the world around us is very heavily populated with spirits. It absolutely is. And many of them are called jinn. And the jinn have hidden my goddamn keys so many times that my white ass husband now believes that jinn are hiding his keys as well. Right. So that's that's the funny thing about being Arab. Sometimes when things get like weirdly misplaced, you're like, oh, those those damn jinn back at it again. So there are there are good jinn and uh, mischievous jinn, which is kind of like poltergeisty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are evil jinn who are yep. like minor devils. Yeah. Um, and then we have the actual devil who is I don't know where he hangs out, actually, some somewhere hell i don't know um and but we actually don't believe in demons do you know that i didn't but i feel like jinn is close enough to the concept of demons that i don't know what we're being finicky about i mean 
the thing with jinn is that they have personalities and i think demons overall are bad so we don't have um like a group of beings that are just bad it kind of depends on what the jinn wants to be which is funny because we do have angels we do have angels we do have devils but we have like like you know minor devils and the devil but we don't have demons um however we do believe in possession but when you are possessed you are possessed by evil jinn can i tell you though Mm -hmm. so we don't want to confuse the occult and occult occurrences with (laughs) mental health stuff because Okay, so I have literally never told this story before. Oh my God. But I'm about to tell you now. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so I am not officially diagnosed. I need to make that very clear. I am not officially diagnosed, but I've had all of my therapists so far suspect that my mental health issues may be stemming from bipolar disorder. Okay. Now, In what I now believe to have been a manic episode, it was bad and I don't want to recount it because Mm -hmm. I don't need to. Yeah. And my mom started praying and like told my dad that I was possessed by the devil and they needed to call a sheikh. Oh my God, what? (laughs) What? Did they did they call did they call a sheikh? No, they didn't. I okay. told them to get the fuck out of my room and they did and I slammed the door and like a few weeks later I was back in Toronto doing university things and going for runs at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's the thing. Um I don't we 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 believe in possession by jinn, but I also okay, well, it's time to come to Shireen's skeptic corner I don't believe in possession or I mean like demon stories really scare me if I'm in that really weird mood where I'm like I want to be scared the easiest way for me to do it is to go look at like demon stuff but also actually seek it out like okay have you watched like the omen or the ring or do you seek out horror movies at all i won't i won't watch horror movies but i will like read things um i'll read like creepypastas or something really yeah i won't touch them well okay here's the thing because ultimately i don't believe in any of that stuff so when i turn it off i'm like okay good night but you believe in um the undead spirits uh, so that and i know you have you have i don't know what the phobia of ghosts is spectrophobia no phantasmophobia phantasmophobia it wrong but yeah. yeah um so you actually have that so yes. I, so it's, like, it's yeah i have to like ask mike to come into the bathroom with me for my nighttime face washing routine sometimes mm-hmm. because like it being nighttime and then being in front of a mirror just fucks me up so badly <laughs> so i'm sorry to hear that but um yeah Bloody so Mary, i never got over it i never ever got over bloody mary like some fucking asshole told me that story in grade three or something oh yeah that's like kids love to tell each other that story we love to freak each other out kids are such douchebags kids are such douchebags so um i don't 
I feel like I don't believe in a lot, but I'm very interested in all of the things I don't believe in, if that makes sense. It does make sense. So I'm, I don't believe um, in like fortune telling, but I'm very interested to hear what people think is going to happen to me. Um, I don't really believe in astrology, although my dad used to read his horoscope. You remember, did you guys have Gulf News come to your house every day? Uh, yeah, of course. The newspaper, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So part of Gulf News was like the little tabloid section, which was like the only I fun part. I read that every single morning. Yeah. So the fun part of Gulf News was the tabloid section. And they would always have like daily horoscopes for each one. And my dad would always read his and he's a Virgo. Um, Is he? Yes. And uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my grandma used to read coffee cups because my dad would drink Turkish coffee. And then at the bottom, you usually get kind of like a thick layer of um, whatever didn't dissolve or hardened. I forget um, what I forget what it's called. But like, yeah, it's the gunk at the bottom of the Turkish coffee. Yeah, so not so much tea leaves, more just like Turkish coffee in a really tiny cup. My grandma would read those. Um, My mom had her fortune told once, not like in the Middle East though, maybe in Iraq, I don't know, but she did and the fortune teller told her that her husband's name would start with an M and my father's name does start with an M. But this fortune teller also told her that this person was sitting on a huge pile of money and my dad my my poor dad i like i'm like where is it he's still working on it it's okay um Uh, it might be you shoo shoo if i might be the golden goose anyway you might be the golden goose (laughs) so yeah um I, so I have not really had any paranormal experiences i do own books about rituals and magic but again that's just kind of a casual interest thing and i will say even though i don't believe in like the occult they go off with the aesthetics so yeah so i love the aesthetics uh like i went to salem massachusetts uh, at the end mm-hmm. of last year and like they went off with the aesthetics i was like holy shit if i lived here i would start believing in all of this stuff um yes i how, want to visit so badly okay it was on. super cool however i do respect people that do believe in this stuff and i do envy people being really in touch with like energy and intuition because i'm too full of self-doubt to to trust myself and like my gut feeling um and i know a lot of people think that's like rooted in magic and i think that's fine i think if it's not hurting anybody people should believe whatever they want to believe and honestly the aesthetics are bomb the rituals are amazing i like all mm-hmm. of that like earthy stuff so people should just keep doing it i don't need to believe in I, it by the way you said people should just keep doing it at 11 minutes and 11 seconds of recording 11 11 <sighs> okay yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're so this is basically going to be an episode with a skeptic and with Nude who is mostly a believer but not in everything. So my mom also read coffee cups um mm-hmm. back when we were in Abu Dhabi and I used to watch her. I've actually written a short story about it and I think that that's going to be the short story that I share um in the mini episode next week nice yeah right but my mom used to do it and she quit after predicting 
her second or third death. Yeah. <laughs> that's first of all, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I don't have uh, I don't know how to argue against that. I will support this, though. Um, one of my close friends, her grandmother used to read tarot and uh, stopped after predicting a couple of deaths correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That'll that'll take you out of the game, I think. I think that kind of will discourage you from dabbling in the occult. Yes. But my mother also successfully predicted multiple marriages, multiple births. Um, And when I say she predicted, I mean she accurately predicted. Like people would come to my mom for this, you know? Yeah, you know, and, and I did say next time I see your mom, I'm gonna I'm going to suffer and drink some Turkish coffee. Gross. <laughs> I might put like three pounds of sugar in it, but um, I'm going to do that, and because I want your mom to to read my cup, if she will. I know that she maybe won't want to, because like, what if she predicts my death? I don't know. No, my God, no. I I do not foresee your death. What I was gonna say is that. Not only does my mom accurately read coffee cups, I have an aunt who is still regularly visited by my long-deceased grandmother. Mm -hmm. Um, And she regularly talks about it like, oh, mom visited or mom came or mom was here. This same aunt accurately predicted my and my brother's births despite my parents' 17 years of inability to conceive. Wow. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm like, I'm just a skeptic because I can't do it. But like, again, I totally respect that other people can. And I am going to hit your mom up uh, when I inevitably come to see you. I'm definitely going to hit your mom up because I want her to tell me what my future is. I absolutely think you should. And I think she'll, uh, I think she'll do it. I do. Now, I just, I need to say, like, talking about this, Mm -hmm. there's like, just... (laughs) It feels different. It feels important in a way that not a lot of things do. And I know that everyone feels that way about their belief system. I know Mm -hmm. that everybody is like super passionate and fired up. But the energy flow is, is incredible. And so I was saying my mom reads the coffee cups. My aunt is your general all around psychic. Um, We've had psychic experiences in the family. I have accurately predicted a number of outcomes of things. Uh, I lean into that intuitive nature so goddamn hard. I know you do. So I will say to all of our listeners that Nude has been really suspiciously correct about some things in my life recently, <laughs> like down to the month. And Yes, you could call that coincidence, but I could also call it having my own personal psychic. Um, (laughs) At your disposal. Yeah, I mean, I once was just like, I don't know what this is. And my therapist was like, well, some people are just more in touch with like energy. Um, Now for an Islamic tie-in. Yes. My mom recommended to me to pick up and read the Quran in its entirety in any language of my choosing. Now, my mom is Muslim. Like, she Mm -hmm. prays five times a day. She is a believer. She uh, reads the, um, oh, my God, what is it called? You know the one where you want to know what to do in a difficult situation? Istikhara. How could I forget? 
So my mom regularly reads the Istikhara. She read the Istikhara before I decided on my university. She read the Istikhara before uh, before Mike and I got married. Like, mm-hmm. she loves that thing, right? Yeah. So my mom knows that I am not a practicing Muslim, but she told me to read the Quran from beginning to end, and she told me to look out for a very, very specific term. Okay. Now, I must admit, I did not follow up and I did not do my homework, but the term is al-shaffafin, which translates to transparency, mm-hmm. right? And that's exactly what your therapist was saying. They're people who are more in touch with the spiritual plane. And this is something that is recognized in so many religions and belief systems throughout the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's true because I was just kind of like, hey, you know, nude predicts a lot of uh, predicted a lot of things recently and it's comforting to me but also is it something i should believe in and my therapist is like i mean whatever she's like some people are more in tune with energy not that i doubt you but i just kind of need no i know um i mean okay so here's the thing uh i i asked uh someone for a deadline because i hadn't received a deadline um on a project and nude was like it's gonna be february and i was like no it's not that's like two months away and i get an email back and it was february and i was like what the hell what the (laughs) hell why couldn't she be wrong about this i'm so sorry it's like okay here's the thing it's like a flash and i don't mean that's so raven kind of flash where i get to see an entire situation Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just a zap. With February specifically, it was the word February. You told me about the thing that you were waiting to hear back on a deadline for. And the word February zapped in my mind. And so I thought I should let you know what to expect. I mean, you were right. It doesn't mean I was any happier or more prepared for that response. It was a good response. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, but still February. Holy shit. That's like in two weeks. Anyway, I know. I Dude, know. Yes. I'm turning 27. Oh, I've already been 27 for a month. How is it? I like it a lot better than every year. I feel a little better because I care a little less about people. Like, not about people, <laughs> but about what people think about me. I swear to God, this is what. All of the elders in my family have been saying it's true my entire life. They're like, yeah, you just you stop giving a shit. And it's like it's very freeing, though, to stop giving a shit. But I don't give a shit. Well, you will continue to give even less of a shit. So congratulations. See, I'm looking forward to it. I am so looking forward to. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, speaking of birthdays, mine is in a couple of weeks from recording. It's in two weeks. It's in two weeks. I'm turning 27 in two weeks. Oh, my God. Cue the crisis. Um, But... I am an Aquarius sun, a Leo moon, and a Leo rising. Okay. Shushu, what are you? My birthday is December 3rd, so I'm a Sagittarius sun, I'm a Pisces moon, and I'm a Capricorn rising. Do you want to tell people what the hell any of this means? Yes, I would love to. But before I do that, I want to actually recommend one of my current favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's It's called Astro Poets. Okay. 
and it's two poets who are also super into astrology. Um, it's a Macmillan podcast. The episodes are short. They're very sweet. It's very funny. They tie poetry and poets into astrology and the, the occult. Oh, I like so that. It's, it's a right up my alley. I love it. Um, I listen to an astrology podcast called Astrology Today, and they have one for each um, sign. And I listen to my sun sign one. I listen to Sagittarius, not because I think that it is going to give me insight into what's going to happen, but just for a morning practice, it helps me to reflect on things. You know, it'll be mm-hmm. like, think, it'll be like, think about your relationships today. And I'll be like, hmm. You know, I won't really listen to everything they say after that, but I was like, I will think about that today. <laughs> so, yeah, a hundred percent. So when I I start lessons because I'm a teacher, remember? Mm-hmm. But when I was teaching full time, I would like to start lessons with like a word of the day or a question of the day. And Shushu, I think you remember when I was with you in LA, I was actually posting the question of the day to my Google Classroom. Yes, you were. It's just a little. It's just a little tidbit to get you thinking about something besides I don't know the boring and mundane right yeah yeah and I I like that so what I do really like about astrology is that it has the potential to encourage people to self-reflect um but also still I still want you to explain what sun moon and rising signs are because I know two of them I actually don't know what rising sign means So to put it very, very simply, your sun is your essence. It is your self. It is your purpose. It is your truth. Mm -hmm. Your rising sign is what you are perceived as by strangers upon first meeting and interacting with you. Mm -hmm. So it's how you present yourself to the world. Okay. And then moon is your innermost moods, emotions, and vulnerabilities. Okay. All right. That's that's a really interesting and um, precise way of putting it. Thank you very much. Now, having my son in Aquarius, I'm actually going to just read off of uh, CoStar Astrology. Oh, yeah. I love this app. It gives me so much to think about. <laughs> I love it, too. It's so good. So it's called CoStar Astrology. And I think there is a hyphen between Co and yes. Star if you look it up in the yep, app store, yep. right? The aesthetic is beautiful. It's all black and white and gray. It's just, it's absolutely stunning. It's a gorgeous page to open first thing in the morning. It gives you your own updates, tells you what to focus on and think about. And here's the thing. You can treat it as though astrology is your main belief system, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you could also use it in the way Shushu uses it as like a touchstone just to check on yourself. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So. From CoStar Astrology, the sun determines your ego, identity, and the role in life. It's the core of who you are and is the sign you're most likely to already know. So everybody out here being like, I'm a Virgo, I'm a Scorpio, I'm a Libra, that's your, that's your sun sign. Um, okay, your, your sun is an Aquarius, meaning you are fundamentally unconventional and anti, period. <laughs> anti what who cares everything just anti (laughs) comfortable dissenting or straying from the norm your intellectual talent of abstraction is oriented towards pushing the boundaries of what seems reasonable you carry a lot on your shoulders and have need to fight for the underdog 
Oh my god. So one of my um one of my nude pet peeves is sometimes she fights for underdogs that don't deserve it. And I'm always out here like nude. The devil doesn't need you to advocate for him. So but goddamn she will try to do it. Is there an underdog in trouble? Aquarius girl is here. Literally, nude roots for the underdog, which isn't always a bad thing. You know, like it's it's sometimes needed. Uh, but you you do it with like gusto. just like gusto. It's your first go-to. It really is. And I'm so sorry about that, but I always think that they're everybody's needs should be addressed. And if there is a group whose needs are not being addressed, I'll be there to address them. Yep, that is that sounds exactly like what you do. It's it's not bad. Like it does force someone to look at two sides of a story. Uh, mm -hmm. It's only, it, you know, a lot of people sometimes don't want to, uh, which is why they don't like it. I'm not saying me because I'm fine with it. Also, you actually don't do, you don't do it that much with me, actually. I don't need to as much with you. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you walk in right, mm -hmm. evaluating the other side of the equation is only going to make you more certain, comfortable, and confident in how right you are. And if you look at that other side and you feel as though your position could use tweaking, you now have the opportunity to tweak. And now you're in a better, more comfortable, more confident position again. Like, it's the same with martial arts, right? Because I used to box and now I do jujitsu, right? Yeah. You need to be assessing your opponent. It doesn't matter what you do if you're not prepared for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. And that's just, that's life. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Do you want to read us your son? Sure. So my son is in Sagittarius. This means I'm fundamentally curious, restless, and independent. Uh -huh. God damn that restlessness. Um, I have a strong, I have strong thought through ideas about meaning and what's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested in pushing the boundaries of the existent. I live to be free, travel, and learn. Astrology is real. Nude, but that stuff is so general, don't you think? I mean, it's all true about me, but it's a lot. It's true of a lot of people. Let's go into our moon signs and then our ascendants, which is also the rising. And then we'll discuss how general these things are. Okay, fine. Give us your moon sign. All right. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Mm -hmm. Your moon is in Leo. That's me. <laughs> Meaning your emo... Wait for this and then tell me how general you think it is, Shireen. Okay, okay? fine. Okay. Your moon is in Leo. Meaning your emotional self is dramatic. Proud, <laughs> expressive, idealistic, and somewhat self-centered. You need a lot of love, care, and validation from other people. Yes, but... Okay. I need so much goddamn validation. I, okay, we all do, though. I'm going to read my moon sign. Go for it. My moon is in Pisces, which means my emotional self is empathetic, dreamy, sensitive, and gentle. 
I feel vulnerable mm-hmm. much of the time and desperately wish for a partner who deeply understands me. Shushu, do you think that you and I could switch moon signs and that it would be equally applicable? No. So it's not general enough. I know, but I'm just saying someone who is not a Pisces moon may feel that their inner self is Pisces moon-esque. Then they just might be a Pisces moon. Oh my god. Okay, can you tell us what your ascendant is? My, okay. (laughs) Your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older because you care less. Oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. It changes every two hours. So if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. What they mean by it changes every two hours is that your chart is actually based on the location of the planets and the moon at the time of your birth. So the sun sign is from like the 22nd of a month to the 22nd of the following month. Um, Your moon sign is the moon cycles. So where's the moon at when you're born? Mm -hmm. And then the rising, the ascendant changes every two hours. So I'm not sure what is being tracked to know where your ascendant is, because I actually don't know how to make a chart. And it's something I'm interested to learn. Mm -hmm. But like knowing your birth time is pretty important for actually knowing your ascendant. Mm -hmm. So your ascendant, this is me. Your ascendant is in Leo, meaning you come across as bright, good-natured, and magnetic. Your energy makes you seem either like a know-it-all or the life of the party, but always (laughs) the center of attention. (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, My ascendant is in Capricorn, which means that Mm -hmm. I come across as conservative, serious, and rational, perhaps even grave. I seem to make decisions in a responsible, practical, and prudent way, and my ambitions may come (laughs) off as opportunistic. Nuda's losing her mind because she thinks these are all, like, super accurate. Okay, prove me wrong. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how strangers perceive me. In fact, that's been one of the greatest struggles of my life, trying to not think about that as much. (laughs) That's fair, and we don't have to go into it. No, but, like, this... Uh, I don't know, maybe they do perceive me as Capricorn. I know that I am a serious person. Um, mm-hmm. I think people perceive you as a serious person. Yeah, and people do perceive me as a serious person. Uh, people usually don't love that because, I don't know, we hate like seriousness in, in this world. I don't know why I love being serious. I'll tell you exactly why when I scroll down to the bottom to tell you where Neptune is at. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Neptune is in Capricorn. Shireen, your Neptune is also in Capricorn. And for most of our listeners, your Neptune is in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Here is why. Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. Okay, your Neptune is in Capricorn, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. Okay, but like, people don't like that I'm serious. So what gives? 
So it's in my sixth house, meaning that for me, this manifests in my ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about work routines and bodily health. So uh, is it in your sixth house too? It's in my first house. It's in your first house. So let me tell you what that means because I'm on your profile now. Because you can add friends on CoStar Astrology. It's fun. CoStar, please sponsor us. It's fun. We love CoStar. Okay, so it's in your first house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about yourself and self-image. And because it's in their first house, their Neptune and Capricorn is hyper-present in their personality. Yeah, so this is the thing, because like my ascendant being Capricorn is like what people perceive me as. But some of those things about me are true. I am very rational and serious. I don't think I'm grave. Uh, I think that maybe when people do get to know me, they do see a lot of the Pisces. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know what to say about the Sagittarius. I guess that's just like casually me casually yeah i mean like i guess the restlessness and the constant desire independence the constant desire to learn things i love learning and i don't do things like halfway so like when i you know this when i want to do something i get it fully done yes Um, you do and that's the that's the sagittarius in me who like loves to learn and part of my learning process is going from like a to z but I love it. The I actually didn't know that my moon was in Pisces until like the end of last year, and I was like, "Ew, I am very sensitive and empathetic." People are but always when you read it though. Yeah, were you like, "Oh, this kind of explains some stuff"? Um, I think that if I had read it a few years ago, I would have been like, "No," but um, through my therapy journey i have allowed myself to like be like be more comfortable with the fact that i'm very sensitive and empathetic uh and vulnerable all the time because like those three things are super uncomfortable nobody wants that shireen i have to come to terms with being dramatic and needy okay i i mean i guess but it's like these are things that nobody wants so if you actually believe them about yourself this it takes a little bit of self-awareness right it's a lot easier for you to be like not like that i'm a strong badass what feelings i'm a robot (laughs) when in reality like my my journals are just full of like me waxing poetic about like one feel about like one (laughs) feeling i felt in the afternoon (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that is that's our astrology um we have so Nude and I actually invested money into this episode because despite our two different belief systems, we both are really interested in this stuff and we talk about it casually, mm-hmm. um, not even for the podcast. We're just interested. We send things to each other because mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I love the self-reflection and like looking on yourself. Nude loves the like mystical side of it as well. Um Exactly. And so, so we spent money on this. <laughs> I'm also I'm also like obsessed with the night sky and constellations and like half moved out to the country for the opportunity to actually look at them, which has been very nice. I mean, the aesthetics, right? They just like it like yeah. walking into my apartment which has like been decorated a little more since you were here walking into my apartment you would think probably 
that I believe in the occult with some of the things on my wall. But I'm just like, love it. no, man, these aesthetics, they just they go off. And I, <laughs> I have to respect that. It's like, look at the Catholic Church. The execution of that belief system leaves much to be desired. But that stained glass, though. That stained glass, though. Right? Okay. It's gorgeous. Um, so we did spend money on this. Uh, Noor and I attempted to do one thing together, only I was successful at it because the person is a scammer, and that's also something I want to touch on. I'll actually read you my Instagram messages with this person as well, just to like get an idea of the difference in treatment yeah. between yeah. us. So um, we did that, and we also did some... We got an astrological reading, but we found a specific type of astrology where the answer is birthed based on the time you ask the question. And this is a, an ancient European practice. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it horary astrology? It, it's H-O-R-A-R-Y. Uh, I would call it horary. Yeah. I get, yeah, we'll call it that. Um, if listeners know any better, please correct us. But this is a very ancient European branch of astrology. Um, we mm -hmm. specifically didn't want to get readings that are based on any type of like religion or anything because we're actually like just not as much as a, of a skeptic as I am, even though I've like low key agreed with all the astrology stuff we've talked about. But <laughs> as much of a skeptic as I am, Nude and I don't want to criticize any like belief systems. We are just, mm -hmm. we are actually like genuinely interested in all of these things and we respect all of these things because uh we think they're super awesome uh i want to talk about and i practice some of and these things practices some of these things so we're not out here to like uh talk shit so we found someone on fiverr um uh, who does horror astrology and like nude i love this dude i just love him i don't know why <laughs> i love him too he's wonderful he did such a good job honestly I would recommend him highly, whether or not horary astrology is true, because the guy gives solid advice. He was. So here's what I really liked about him is that. Oh, so for everybody listening, um, we do want to plug him because he was very nice to us. And his Fiverr username mm -hmm. is Flamelamp. So F-L-A-M-E-L-A-M-P. Um Mm -hmm. What I really liked about this guy is that he did not try to scam us, right? He never was like, oh, like, if you give me 10 extra dollars, it'll be better, it'll be different. He was just like, so Nude and I decided to hit on two very popular things that people ask for. I asked about love and Nude asked about wealth mm -hmm. because I think that's two things that people, like, really search for mm -hmm. in in astrology like love and money yes because for me it's like personally it's like a search for self but that's not what people look for they look for love money and kind of connected to money is career is the three big things i see yes yes so i asked about love and nude you asked about money money so um we asked our questions and i think we weren't specific enough so apparently the way that this astrology works is that it has to be really really specific like you need to give him as many specifics as you can and it's uh based on his answer it's not so much about him trying to collect information from us you didn't think so right i'd actually like no not at all i'd actually like to read his chat like i like to go through and read what he said what you said what he said what i said 
Okay, why don't we start with Nur, who's going to read us her chat. Um, yeah, this this dude was super cool. We both really liked him. Because at first, I will be honest with you guys, I was going into these things looking to get scammed because I wanted to make a point. <laughs> and it almost happened. And I went... And I went in open-minded and ready to be led in the spiritual direction. So what I asked this guy was who my soulmate is going to be. And I also asked him the circumstances under which we'll meet. And I asked something like that because I wanted to see how bullshitty it could be, right? Because if he's like, you're going to meet doing an outdoors activity, I'd be like, no, we're not. Anyway, (laughs) so... When I asked him that question, he told me that he found the question to be quite general. Um, and although horary astrology can answer a question like that, it actually um, works better if you give more details. So he's like, why don't you share anything more important? So I said, like what? You know, because I don't know. Um, and he said, your age, uh, your experience, perhaps you have pendulum-like relationships and you're not sure how to evaluate it. And he Mm -hmm. said, I always ask if something is missing. So he always gives people that opportunity to kind of add more. And I said, okay. Yeah, and it doesn't take away from like the $5, the literal $5 that he got, right? Exactly. So this is still, we're still talking about the $5 that we gave him. Mm -hmm. So I gave him my age. Um, and I told him that I've spent a lot of my life, a lot of like when I was very younger, very focused on education. Um, I did throw in that I've like seek that I'm like seeking therapy because I was like, I do really care about being a better person for, uh, not just for this specific, uh, soulmate type person I'm asking about, but for like everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I said, astrologically, I'm a Sagittarius sun and Pisces moon. I just threw that in. Cause I was like, I don't know. Right. And he said, okay, thank you. That's also helpful. And then he gave me a response. So I'm not going to read the entire thing because he actually gives you quite a lot. Like my Microsoft Word is reading 763 words. Uh, Yeah, I got a page. Like, I think I got... I got two pages. I got a couple. Yeah. So he he Mm -hmm. does like a pretty like deep analysis. So... He really he does. does. So he started off by kind of talking about my personal ast- astrological quote unquote weather. Um, and he says, you know, right now he doesn't see any deep emotional connection for me. And he says that I have a main signifier frozen while, while in conjunction with the south node. So there's a lot of um, jargon here in this type of astrology. Uh, but basically, it means mm-hmm. I'm feeling slightly alienated. And I was like, my dude, that's been my entire life. Thank you. Anyway, but he said, don't worry, this period ends soon. And that because my signifier is changing its weak position after six weeks, and I'll have a new burst of energy. Basically, he does also say the good news is that my partner's signifier will also move and they will also be in a better place after six weeks. So cool. <laughs> um, oh, when did you receive that? When did he send me this? Mm-hmm. He sent me this on January 14th. So it's only been one week mm-hmm. and a half since then. Let's see what happens in four and a half weeks. Oh, my God. Anyway, he does say that I tend to idealize people. And that's true. And that's the mm-hmm. shitty Pisces moon in me. Right. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, and he's oh, like, you don't have to sound so resentful of the poor thing. He does say that everybody does it, though. And he's like, you know, it's just something to be aware of. Um. 
he does say that my soulmate is in the he's like in mercury um and as because of that he can be described in accordance with mercurian features so like i didn't ask what what my soulmate looked like but this dude is just telling me based on what he saw in the chart i guess Mm -hmm. um and also he doesn't know what i look like because i'm pretty sure my picture is my dog so <laughs> Connor sending this message, no. Um so he said externally, uh, this person is fit, neat looking, lively facial expressions, they have a pleasant voice, um, they're nimble, agile, strong, very correctly built. Basically, this dude's a snack. I don't know what else. <laughs> Um, so Mercury's hair color is usually dark and the hair is often thick and wavy. Um, the eyes are very charming and friendly. Um, they are quite charismatic and witty. Actually, he wrote, he like changed the way he was writing this. He wrote, your partner has to be, not maybe. So my partner has uh-huh. to be. So there was a maybe. Yeah. So there, w- there was a maybe and now there's a has yeah, to Yeah. So the maybe was kind of like the eyes, like they're they can be this or that and the hair can be this or that but Mm -hmm. this is like your partner has to be charismatic and witty mercury has a bright nature and is easy to be friends with and they're very entertaining and they can disperse the clouds of boredom and tear us out of our gloomy routine um he also says that mercury can describe my partner's profession because mercury is responsible for intelligence perception understanding and brilliant speech abilities so all of the professions are associated with intellectual activity that makes very much sense yes so our meeting is apparently also described by uh mercury um it's in the 12th house of this chart and um here's where i like started to cackle because this is so uh gothic romance like my my story starts to slip into jane eyre territory (laughs) yes so like literally so back in the old days he's saying old traditional astrologers consider this house as an element which governs like kind of creepy places like monasteries (laughs) hospitals prisons (laughs) so i was like a monastery is not that far off but i was just like interesting so i will probably go work as a governess for a guy and his like ward but he also has his <laughs> wife locked in the attic you feel perfect but he said actually that this 12th house is also responsible for beautiful places where this where it's very peaceful so he says you know like a park with water somewhere that's like really calm and relaxing but quiet and I guess that makes sense. I would just go to the Huntington on a daily basis. <laughs> I mean, I'm, well, maybe after my signifier is unfrozen. Anyway. Four and a half weeks. So speaking, so he does say in summary, and he throws a summary at the bottom, my circumstances are bent towards serious partnership happening not earlier than the end of February. Um so February is a whole mood. Yeah, February February is a shit show for me. What with my project <laughs> and now this. Um but he does at the at the end of it he does say this to me and he says it to you actually because you sent me yours. He says that this is not like it will be so and nothing else. You know, he's like he's like what we want to do is kind of get like the direction of the the like body of water that we're on. 
you know? It's the most natural and favorable course of events. But like if I hate anything about it, it doesn't have to be law. Yes. Yes. So he did say that he was very sweet about it. He said that he wishes me all the best. And I was just like, not and it's not so much that I like loved everything he told me, but I was just like, you're so nice. And you didn't try to scam me and the bar is so low. But he was a sweetheart. So this just in, uh, I'm going to be in a serious partnership by the end of February. This dude's a total snack and he's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And everything's in Mercury. (laughs) Everything is in Mercury. That's very weird, right? I I fully support relationships starting in Mercury. You're just saying that because we don't know what any of this means. (laughs) What? No, Mercury is is your sexy planet. Well, I mean, that's Venus, but there's something sexy about Mercury. All right. Okay. Hit us with hit us with your horary astrology nude. So I asked about my financial future um, and what would be the most lucrative path for me over the next 10 years. Yes. He responded saying, thank you for your question. Before I start analyzing the horary chart, I'd like to note that your question is quite general, which is what he said to you as well. Um, Horary is a sufficient tool for such outlook. However, it would be more descriptive to review your natal chart for that purpose. So that's, again, what he said to you. Professional orientation, professional orientation, is quite high level of astrology, which is traditionally based on your personal natal chart. Now, I need to say this. I asked about money, not about career. Yes. I said, what do I need to do to get money? Now, I've also been struggling with my career for a little while. Yeah. I'm uh, like, I'm trying to figure out like what path I'm taking. I still have like one foot in teaching and I have a foot in audiobook narration. And then I do a back bend and I stick a hand in voiceover and another in podcasting. And then I put my head in the sand and hope to God something bites. Right. Pretty much. But he's saying that professional orientation which he had no business knowing that that was where the question was coming from because I really made it sound like I was just money hungry, right? So that to me, like when he said that, I was like, what do you know, Flame Lamp? What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) So horary can also describe perspectives and the way which will bring you as much as possible profit in a bit more common style. And I'd like to ask you what directions are the most pleasing to you or what background you already have or intend to obtain. For your understanding, the chart can show your extremely high talent in, example, ballet dancing, but this door is certainly not yours if you don't have any choreographic bases and 30 years old. So obviously that makes sense. I'm 27. I did ballet for several months when I was six years old and it traumatized me. So no, I'm not going to be a ballerina, even if it is, you know, my fate, which Mm -hmm. is a good thing to point out because I could have been a great boxer, but my parents thought girls shouldn't fight. So I didn't start boxing until I was already in my mid twenties and no athlete has ever started a sport in their mid twenties. You know? Yeah. So there are a lot of different potentials in every person's chart. And the cases when it's clear that the one has only one fatal way of life are so very rare. So he's saying that there isn't going to be just one path. Yeah. 
uh, please feel free to share anything you consider important. So I shared that I do not understand the difference between horary and natal charts. I said I would do some more research. I told him I'm an Aquarius Leo Leo. I told him that my experiences are very widely varied and I currently hold many roles. And I told him I am a teacher, voice actress, podcaster, and furniture upcycler. I decided to just go with furniture upcycler to kind of encompass all of my indoor arts hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of being specific, like I make clay sculptures and I paint in watercolor and acrylic and I, uh, you know, (laughs) crochet poorly, right? Oh, Instead of all of that, I was just like furniture upcycler. So that might have changed responses a bit if I chose to put a different hobby in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said that I voiced my experiences and it was very helpful. And he thanked me for sharing my experiences several times. And then he sent me a two-page goddamn document. Yep, sure did. Mm-hmm. Here it is. All right. He broke it down. He, he, this guy, I swear to God, I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Flame lamp on Fiverr. So he asked, you asked which way is the most profitable for you in the next 10 years. First, I'd like to say that the that the signifier that is responsible for your finances will turn into a very fertile sign in a year. Okay. He will stay there for more than 40 years. So in general, this is a dizzying and favorable sign. Dizzying. Okay. Better be goddamn dizzying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You will gain access to great potential and outstanding wealth. Oh, good. You can give me some. Outstanding. I absolutely will. Fam, when I get rich, you will all be on vacation. Oh, hell yeah. I will be dragging everyone along. Like, I will pay so much in taxes. (laughs) (laughs) okay um let's see other elements and find out the way to use this potential in full which way is the best to concentrate in order to gain maximum benefits let's observe every option step by step then he broke down teaching podcasts and furniture upcycling like and and voice acting like he broke it down into like four different goddamn sections like this man did Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. work you know Like, you're paying this guy $5, whether or not you believe in astrology. And I swear to God, this isn't sponsored, but it's mind-blowing. And he'll just tell you nice things about yourself. It's a literal $5. (laughs) (laughs) Although, Nude, I will say that he did tell you some things that you were not pleased about. He told me something that made me cry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. I had to jump in. Well, because I told you, you didn't ask for what you would be happiest doing you just asked for what would be lucrative so here's the thing i wasn't crying because he made me sad i was crying because he touched a nerve that i wasn't expecting him to touch and something that he had no business knowing and something that has been a sore spot for me for like a year now right yeah i was a little bit i was like how i remember i pointed out that exact line to you i was like uh nude what the what in the hell like I, I, yeah, we were a little shook. I will admit, I was sitting on my armchair, and it's a rocking armchair, and it was rocking uncontrollably <laughs> because 
because I was goddamn sobbing. We were a little shook about um what what he did tell you. So um why don't you give us a rundown? Okay, so I'm actually gonna read teaching. This side is extremely strong and it is steady during all 10 years. This way can bring a lot of money in the long run, which is actually true. Like teacher salaries cap out at a decent number, mm-hmm. um, but inflation isn't being considered. So that won't be the case in a little while, right? Yeah. Um, it also resonates strongly with the highest point of the chart represented by Jupiter. Jupiter does not like ordinary professions and leads to socially prestigious. Teaching is also under the rule of Jupiter. Also, Jupiter rules everything big, expansive, expensive, and luxurious. Status and elite can be its key word. And this point is extremely important for any path you choose. I'll return to it a bit later. And he does return to it a bit later. Mm. And I'm actually going to skip past the other three and get to you in overall. Okay. Um, I'd like to get back to the essential element of this chart, Jupiter. It brings exaltation in the professional field, slow but confident progress on the ladder of excellence and professional success, recognition and respect of others. As I mentioned above, great prestige and status are important. Don't neglect it. Speaking frankly, you are allowed to brag, raise your rates, focus on elite audiences, and emit the aura of elitism yourself, which I... I tend not to charge very much for my services. Yes, and I was telling you that you should charge more. And it was something that we had been talking about, both you and I and Mike and I, Mm -hmm. when he said this. Yeah. Where I was like, I don't feel like I have a right to charge more because I don't have like a big resume to back me up. And then Mike being like, no, you invested in like a professional fucking demo. Like you get to charge like you invested in this because you did. And like it was something that I was struggling with. And then fucking flame up says this and I'm already fucking shook to my core. Right. Yep. Um, Anyways, uh, eventual plane will be positive. I'm looking for. Okay. Everything related to higher education and everything that significantly expands the worldview or horizons suits. You can become a great teacher, especially for adults. And here we go. <laughs> this was what Flame Lamp was not supposed to know. Like, how the fuck would he know? Like, I started my career teaching adults. I did feel... Like I had that respect and I did feel like I had that status and I loved my goddamn job so much. And then, God damn it, Flame Lamp. God damn it, Flame Lamp. Look at what you're doing to this podcast, being accurate and shit. Like, this podcast, this, this episode is like, actually, I'm doing a really shitty job of being a skeptic. It's fine. <laughs> like, he had no business knowing that. I've. Teaching adults was the best thing that I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely odd. And I know when you sent it to me, I said, dude, that's odd. And I do want to say, do you want to share more of what he, he wrote to you or, or are you are you good? So I'll just I'll just keep it quick. So for yeah. podcasts, I have three years to make the most out of this path. It will be fruitless after three years. <laughs> He says that it's worth spending time on because it's overall good and very valuable in terms of content, form, and talent. 
but the chart doesn't mention it being anything in terms of income. That's fine. So he says it's a good thing, but income wise, like you have three years and like after that, it doesn't make sense. So, I mean, fam. you know, that's fine. So please sponsor us now. Um. <laughs> so I can make the most of my three years. Please give this girl her three years of like, I don't know what pennies we would make from this. But, you know, to be, to be fair to Flame Lamp, we are talking about you were talking about like actual profitable. Um, yeah. You know, we would probably get we would not ever be able to live off of a podcast. Most people are not. So. And I don't think either of us is in it for the money. I honestly just like that it's guaranteed that you and I will have a two hour long topical discussion a week. Yeah, exactly. So we're in it for fun. But he said we have three years to kind of get some coins. That's good. I'd like some coins. Okay, so voice acting. This chart shows this road as the most promising. You will be able to get the, yeah. highest, the highest tops of this career after six years. Possible benefits are really magnificent. However, your environment and common atmosphere might be a bit aggressive, competitive, and ask you to struggle for leadership on this road. Because I have been feeling really powerless because the entertainment industry is fucking brutal right? Absolutely. And I'm not, I don't feel, I don't feel pretty enough or thin enough or talented enough or smart enough or good enough to try to break into entertainment when there are so many talented people out there. And that aggression and the competition has really been keeping me away from like pushing to do something with it. And <laughs> this guy has no business knowing that. <laughs> uh, nude, first of all, who are these talented people? I'm sorry. Like, who are they? So many talented people everywhere. They're amazing. Yeah, but people's talent does not diminish your own. There isn't like a set number of talent points that we can have in this world. Like, in I know. Yeah. So, so listen to Flame Lamp. Anyways, he went into like a lot of detail. It was very long. It was dizzying. Mm hmm. But honestly, if he says that I'm going to make coin at some point in my life, that's a great comfort to me in a time where I'm not making a lot of coin and I'm relying fairly heavily on my partner to help me tie this rut over, right? Yeah. And the good news is, is that what he pointed out as being like, um, like profitable for you is something that you really love and are interested in. So, oh my god, voiceover is amazing. Yeah, so that I thought that was like a really good thing. I remember on WhatsApp, I was like, "Forget the teaching. Look at that voiceover." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it does make me think. I'm, I never planned for teaching to disappear from my life. I was even thinking, like, I'm gonna keep my license up to date, and I want to supply teach for like a long time because I like to go into schools. I like to interact with the youth. Mm -hmm. They're so vibrant and it helps you understand society better than when you're just surrounded by adults in your own circle, you know? Yeah. Um, but like there's stuff closer to home that are like adult programs that I haven't even applied to. Well, you you can. He's saying that you you can if you want to. <laughs> 
this will be another episode or a private conversation in which I continue to cry. That is completely fine. We do not have to put it on this public form if you don't want to. Um, honestly, you know what? I was listening to your audiobook samples because I'm nosy. Oh, everybody, I listened to my first audiobook. It was Baby's first audiobook this week. Um, so I'm now an audiobook convert. I love podcasts, but sometimes my mind really wanders. That does not happen with audiobooks. Um, mm-hmm. And I did double check. They are just as good for your brain as reading. So to those of you who listen mm-hmm. to audiobooks, don't feel bad. Um, yeah, so I was listening to your audiobooks. I'm almost like, damn, Nude is really good at this. And then I thought about what Flame Lamp said. I was like, interesting. Thank you so much. I actually am a good voiceover artist you are good at it. i know i was listening i okay to be completely honest i was like fake interviewing you because i was like i want new to, to narrate my audiobook if i ever get published <laughs> girl you know that i'm gonna audition with your actual book i know but i was just like uh you don't need to audition i was like i, I want her to narr- <laughs> i'm going to audition it is important to me for the ethics of the whole thing. I need to audition, and so do like three other voices. Okay, fine, but uh, I still think you're very good, and I think Flame Lamp is onto something. And yes, he had no business knowing a lot of these things, and that is a little creepy. Um, so here's mm-hmm. the thing: after we got um, these responses from Flame Lamp, you got you sent yours first, and then I got mine uh, a day later, I think, and. I remember sending you mine and with great certainty in the way that nude, uh, you know, sometimes has her psychic bursts. She says, he's the real deal. I believe him. And this was after looking at mine. I was busy laughing to her being like prisons, hospitals, monasteries, classic Shireen. And nude said with a lot of certainty. I told you a rose garden. I actually know exactly where you're going to meet your future partner, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay, fine. But so... (laughs) So, you know, nude, you know, nude with a lot of certainty was like, he's the real deal. And I asked why, and she was never able to get back to me because we started talking about other things. So now I will ask you on this public forum, nude, why do you think Flame Lamp is the real deal? Because when I received the message Mm -hmm. response from him and picked up my phone to read it, I felt a for lack of a better word, positive vibration. All right. Well, I, c- I cannot really argue with that. I actually didn't have any like nervousness opening his message. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just like, and, and you know, it's really hard for me because I'm a skeptic. You read mine and you felt there was certain, like there was like truth in it. And the reason I gave it to mm-hmm. Nude was because I was like, what is this? Because I was too much of Because, you know, a, most of me is, like, skeptical and is like, hmm, you know, I don't know about this. But so Nude thinks that Flame Lamp is the real deal. And we'll circle back with you in six to ten years and let you guys know how that works now. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to take six years for voice acting to get off the ground. I'll apparently be teaching adults for ten in the meantime. And I have three years to get this podcast running. We're working on it. God damn, Flame Lamp, we're working. Um, so so um, what we also did, well, so we love Flame Lamp. Uh, Nude and I thought that he was very pleasant to talk to, very pleasant to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't necessarily tell us what we wanted to hear. 
And no, but he didn't hurt us. Exactly. So he didn't hurt us and he didn't threaten us. And speaking of threats, I got threatened by I got threatened by an Instagram psychic and I'm going to tell you all about it. Story time. Story time. So I think to myself, we need to do an episode on astrology and the occult because Nude and I love it. Nude is really into this idea and I think to myself, I want a real psychic uh like encounter to talk about. But I also think to myself, I want someone to attempt to scam me. So, and the reason I did this is because, and actually John Oliver has a really good segment on this, and it's on YouTube, about how psychics, like phone psychics and even in-person psychics, do a lot to scam really desperate, hopeless people. Oh, Um, 100%. And it's a terrible thing. Um, Nude and I actually talked about this offline, but like we would be more inclined to believe Middle Eastern psychics. Yep. Yeah, so um, give me them good Arab psychics. Give me that that terrible coffee and that those good good psychics. <laughs> so, um I found someone who looked like she would scam me and like goddamn if that isn't like if that isn't intuition, what is, right? So, it's it's you picked the most perfect scam artist. And I decided and the thing is I asked her and Flame Lamp the same question because this is the best way to do a comparison, right? Mm-hmm. So we know what Flame Lamp yep. told me. This dude is like my man is going to be a snack is what Flame Lamp said if we were if we were going <laughs> to summarize it. Anyway. So I asked her for a reading and I sent her $5. Okay, so I wasn't putting a lot of money into it so but why did you send her five dollars i think that we need to mention this because it's one of the reasons you and i had such a different experience because she had a special going on which she claimed to not have going on when you talked to her (laughs) girl what psychic has a special how do you discount a psychic reading please explain to me how the value of a psychic reading fluctuates based on the time of the message being sent well who knows anyway i sent five dollars she asked me for my full name and my date of birth and this is when we officially started the reading okay so i gave her my full name and i told her that i was born december 3rd 1992 So she said that my cards are, first of all, cards. I was like, what the fuck is this tarot? Are you psychic? Because those are two different things, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. Okay. So the thing is, like, I didn't know this was going to be like a card reading. So she said, your cards are revealing that you'll live into your mid 80s. And I was like, ew. And she's like, I don't see any major illnesses for you, but I do see that you've been under some stress and tension. This may cause minor problems around the stomach area or tossing and turning when you're sleeping. Has this been happening to you lately? And I was like, no. I I do want to say, though, that all the things she mentioned are so common amongst every single millennial. Exactly. But I was like, I'm going to be an asshole, right? Because uh, because I knew she was going to try to scam me. That was my intuition told me she was going to scam me. (laughs) So I was like, no. And actually, this is the truth. I fall asleep. My sleeping patterns are very regular for a millennial. They're very healthy. I'm asleep at night. I know. I slept next to you and I woke up like 6,000 times. And every time I woke up, I was like, I am destroying this poor girl's sleep. No, I mean, I sleep very well. Um, I sleep at night and then I wake up in the morning and I don't drink any coffee. I have enough energy until the sun goes down again. So Allah. <laughs> I have really good like sleeping patterns and a, a pretty good energy. So 
so she says has any of this happening to you lately and i say no so she brushes that off because she was like this bitch (laughs) so she says that i'm a very good person very honest and kind-hearted Mm-hmm. it's true but it's also true of a lot of people exactly you don't like to hurt or disappoint anyone but you have had a few people who came into your life that hurt you and disappointed you and yet you don't know why is that correct and i was like who the please show me someone who hasn't had this experience. yeah like is someone gonna respond actually no i'm a dick like what are you talking about <laughs> like you're wrong i'm actually a douche um so i just say <laughs> so i say yes that's correct because i just want her i, I was kind of trying to move her on and she mm-hmm. says, you're the type of person that blah, 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 smiles a lot. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> um, you're also the type of person that doesn't take no for an answer. That is actually not true. True. Um, Wait, really? Nude, I, of course I take it. That's so circumstantial. What is? What are they saying no to me for? And what are their reasons? I'm more the kind of person who will have like a spirited debate about it, but I would never just yeah. fight endlessly to get a yes. No, but I don't think that that's what that means. I mean, I do take no for an answer, though. Right, but I feel like it's colloquially used to mean that you are persistent and tenacious. In any case, whatever she meant, I said true, because again, moving her along. She says, in the past year of your life, you've been spinning around in circles, and yet you don't know why. Every time you take one to two steps forward, you find yourself taking two to three steps backward from where you started. And I was like, what? Uh, so I said, yeah, that's true. And she said, it also, <laughs> here's when things start to get like shady. She's like, it shows for you that through your past, not long ago, you lost someone you loved and someone you cared for. Not through death, but this person is no longer around you anymore. Who was this person? And I said, this has not happened to me. I was like, all of my family and <laughs> friends love me. And usually when I make friends, they are very, very long term lasting friendships. So I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So I said, I can't think of anybody. She's like, this is like a past relationship. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, no. I was like, this is literally not happened to me. I, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even BS that because I was like, excuse me. Everybody loves me, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, and she's like, are you in a relationship now? Because it's showing that someone is trying to come into your life. And I said, no, I'm not in a relationship right now. I honestly should have. Also, you can't have one for four and a half more weeks. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> According to Flame Lamp. So she says, love. So through love, you always seem to give your all, but never receive the same in return. And I was like, What? People do things for me. Anyway, I was like, (laughs) fine. Yes, that's true. She's like, you've been searching for peace of mind for quite some time now. God damn it. Show me one millennial who isn't desperately searching for peace of mind. I I will buy it in a bottle for thousands of dollars. (laughs) Yeah. She says, you can't seem to hold on to love in your life. I was like, so sitting uh, sitting like at my desk at work, I was like, okay, first of all, I'm like a very... And I'm not even boasting, but I I do feel like I'm a very loved person. You so, are. So I was just like, uh, I can't hold on to love. That seems suspect. But I said, yes, that's correct. Um, <laughs> she's like, you know, every time happiness comes into your life, it slips away from you. I was like, what does this woman think my life is like? Jeez. 
she's like no matter how much you smile at the end of the day you don't feel happiness is that correct i just want to tell you guys that i usually end my days like doing some kind of romance novel or romance novel community activity and i'm always hyped nude can speak to this i text her around seven always yeah i text her around 7 p.m pacific probably every single day being like oh my god i just read the most bananas thing anyway this is true. It is true, and I'm always very delighted about it. So she says the new year that came in came with a lot of love and happiness for you and new opportunities. Have you been waiting for an opportunity? But didn't you just say? Didn't she, didn't she just say my life is shit? Yeah, like two seconds so ago. I, she's like, have you been waiting for an opportunity? Who the fuck isn't waiting for an opportunity, nude? Is she selling opportunities, perchance? No, but she says things are going to pick up for you. You need to be one step ahead. And I was like, what the fuck? Anyway. Of what? I don't know. <laughs> of who? Um, not only that, but a new love interest wants to come into your life to love and care for you, not hurt and disappoint you. And I was like, well, girl, okay, they wouldn't be a love interest <laughs> if they came into my life wanting to hurt me and disappoint me. The real irony was, was that she was disappointing me. And she said, like I said, this Aww. new year came in with a new chapter for you, blah, blah, blah. She said, this person is going to be your soulmate, your mirror and reflection. I was like, I don't want to date myself. Ew. Ew. No. <laughs> and I was like, okay, first of all, I'm insufferable. So like, you know, jot that down. And okay, you're sufferable. On a good day, I'm like mildly sufferable. She says, so, okay, so it's all like, it's all like good general shit, right? And so she, but this is where things start to get like, this is when I knew she was going to scam me. And I was like, hallelujah. By the way, I know. So I know what's coming next. And there are a couple of things that I want to mention about what you're going to say. So go ahead and say the thing. She says, by the way, I don't want to disappoint you, hon, but it's showing that you do have a blockage surrounding you and a blockage that means negativity and darkness. Have you felt this? And I was like, can you explain what that means? <laughs> and she said, from what I'm seeing, there is a curse upon you. Someone doesn't want to see you succeed. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is something that has been around you for quite some time now. Did you know that? And I said, no. And of course, out loud in my room, I was like, because it's not real. She says, let me ask you something. Have you ever been to another reader before? And I said, no, because this is the truth. I've never been to another reader and I don't drink coffee. So my grandma was never able to read my cup. Um, And she said, this is your first time. And I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm going to explain something to you. Is that okay? And I was like, sure. What the fuck? You condescending woman. (laughs) And she said, from what I'm seeing, and this is what it just gets totally bananas, you guys. From what I'm seeing, when this negativity and darkness was placed, it wasn't something that was placed upon you directly. (laughs) This was something that was placed upon your mother. She had someone who was very envious of her and didn't want to see her happy with your dad. This lady placed a curse upon her. And after so many years, you picked up on this. And this is called a generational curse. No, it's called generational trauma. I was like, what the fuck? I actually told my parents that this happened. And I was like, haha, imagine <laughs> someone being jealous of my dad. And my dad was like, oh my God, rude. <laughs> so, um, and so she says, Wait, that- <laughs> what? Didn't your dad try to like, try to be like, no, a hundred percent someone would have been jealous. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was like, why wouldn't people be jealous? Like I'm amazing. So 
I so the thing is, I needed her to try to scam me. And when I say scam, I needed her to demand some ridiculous amount of money. And so when she said, does any of this sound familiar to you? I just vaguely said my mom had a difficult childhood. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, when this was placed, it was placed on the stomach area as a root. After so many years, this root started to develop like a branch, which removed love, happiness, and peace of mind out of your life. I just want to say she's saying I have no love, happiness, and peace of mind, and that's definitely not true. It also damaged your three main chakras, the heart, throat, and root. Do you know anything about the chakras? And I was like, no. And she said, "Uh, things do want to pick up for you, but this negativity is keeping you at a standstill in your life. So because I'm like, I was like dying at this point. I was like, how do I address it? She was like, it's showing that you need help to get rid of this. If I was willing, if I was willing to help you, would you be willing to help yourself? And I was like, sure. (laughs) she says once this is removed out of your life everything will start picking up through every aspect of your life with love and opportunities and happiness and peace my work is guaranteed that you will receive results and changes within three days but if you don't your money is guaranteed back to you and so she said money and i was like i guess it depends on the cost knowing that i was not going to give her any money It's $125 to remove it and restore back the three main chakras. And my work... Here's what I want to know. Okay. Here's what I want to know. Okay. How the fuck is she going to heal your chakras? Which, by the way, I I do believe in, like, chakra healing. But how the fuck is she going to do that over the goddamn internet? That's a good question. She does say that I did... She's like, you did reach out to me for a reason for you to start moving forward. And I was like, calm down. I said, I did reach out to you, but since I've been trying to save money, I think I'll hold out on this for now because I'm going on vacation. And I think that will clear my chakras a little more readily than she will. (laughs) And she said, why don't you help yourself today? Because this does need to be removed before you are completely delayed and all your doors are shut. And this is why I say I was threatened by a psychic. It's so, so disgusting. And so disgusting. Yeah, I say, I think I'd rather save my money. Thank you for the reading. And then I blocked her because I was like, what in the hell? First of all, bringing my mother into this? No. Secondly, telling me that I'm cursed? No. Third, telling me that if I don't pay you $125, all the doors in my life are going to be permanently closed? No. Disgusting. Oh my God, the fucking extortion. The thing it's extortion. Is, the thing is, Flame Lamp told us things we want to hear, but also told us things that we did not necessarily want to hear. Um, and he never pushed for more money. So whether or not I believe in horror astrology, Flame Lamp was doing that because he is he considers himself to be a practicing astrologist, and this is how he makes money. He actually respects what he is doing, right? Yes, he respects 100%. his own practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This psychic, who I'm not going to name because I don't want any of you to go and try to needle her because she's insane, um, is literally out here preying on people who are desperate. And the thing is, I'm not desperate, but someone out there could be, right? Someone could be like, I need money, yep. uh, my health has been poor, whatever right? And she could be like, give me $125. What do you think when she give that to her? She will block you and she will disappear. Yep. 
Yep. So Newt actually tried to get a reading from her, but this woman has been like a total nightmare to get a hold of. Yes. So um, remind me after this, though, that there is something important that I want to um, address. Okay. So I'm here. There we go. This conversation started on January 12th at 1157 p.m. I said, hello, I would like to request a twin flame reading. She said, hi, hun. It's hi, hun. It's $20 for the full life twin flame reading, which also includes past, present, future and love life and answers all questions. Are you interested in trying today? I said, I was asking about the $5 offer I saw on your page, actually, which I did not see on her page. I saw because you told me to go see. Um, and then she said, by the way, this was like the same day that you received your reading that I messaged her. Mm-hmm. She said, no, I'm no longer running that special. I hope that is OK. So then you and I and Mike talked and I was like, should I like do it? And yeah, you I remember. All said, yep. So I said, I would like to request the $20 reading. Will that be Canadian or USD? She said, are you in Canada? I said, I am. She said, yes, you can do your currency. I said, great. How can I get the transaction to you? She said, PayPal. Is that good for you? Also, this is a phone reading. I hope that is okay. I said, I would rather message on Instagram. So then I said, I just want to get some idea about my next steps and my long-term goals. I'm especially interested in learning anything I can about my financial future. You literally said. So remember, there was a $5 reading that was no longer available. Then there was a $20 reading, right? She said, that is not a problem. It's $25 today for the reading. I accept cash app only at the moment. I hope that is okay. I said... What is Cash App? I haven't heard of it, unfortunately. She said, are you in the U.S.? I said, no, I'm in Canada. Can PayPal work? And for the first time in my life, I got ghosted. Oh, Oh my God. So basically, she was like, she probably only wants to use Cash App because it's like even more anonymous than Venmo. Uh, Because I did download Cash App for the sake of this. Um, And it is more anonymous in that it does actually give more security. Um, It's not a bad app. Yeah, but I don't have access to Cash App or Venmo from Canada. Exactly, which is, by the way, a huge shame. Like, Venmo is life. But, um, but yeah, so she, she probably knows that PayPal and... PayPal would, like, give you an email address, and if she did manage to scam you out of $125, you could hypothetically email her nonstop, and you could file a claim with PayPal saying that you've been scammed. Ah. So, and Venmo is owned by PayPal. Here's my suspicion. Okay. Because she did offer PayPal as an option earlier on, right? Um, yeah, I don't know if she put two and two together real quick, but yes. Here's my suspicion. I don't think that this page is run by a single person. I think this page is run by a group of people in a call center. Mm, Yes. I do not believe that I spoke to the same person every time we spoke. Mm -hmm. I also, like, this is obviously a scam. The price changed every single time I contacted this person. And here's the most suspicious thing. 
My Instagram is not private. Okay. And I have Baba Pod information all over the place. Like every other picture has a Baba Pod reference. Yeah. She stopped responding after I posted what our episode topic was going to be. Oh, shit. She don't want to get roasted. So I think that's sus. That is super sus. There is a chance that she, whoever she is, one of them, the hive mind that is Mm -hmm. this account, went onto our account and Mm -hmm. saw that we have a post that says we see a new episode in your cards. So, yeah, probably. So, well, you know, sucks to suck because she didn't look deeper, deep, (laughs) deep into my account, obviously, uh, because, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's It's private. private. And also, I definitely did this way before we started advertising that this episode was going to happen. So she she probably didn't want to get called out too bad. She has already been called out. Um, The good news Mm -hmm. is that is that this is part one of an episode. And I don't think part two will come uh, next week because Nude and I actually want to do some things physically. Uh, and ideally together, which is actually visit people, um, like do go to like tarot readers and stuff like that. I am so excited to take you to the witchy part of Toronto and see what we can find. I mean, the aesthetics alone are gonna make me like pass out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to witchy friends and get recommendations. Good. And when I say witchy friends, I mean witchier friends than yes. I. So the thing is, like. <laughs> Like, because we want to, it's it, this almost turned into a little bit of like an investigative reporting thing because we do want to experience <laughs> this stuff and not just mindlessly roast. Because let's see if my mom will accept um, to be in an episode. We could do like one of the mini episodes on a Thursday, um, being like my mom's readings for us if she consents. Yes, exactly. So it would be we want to make this a multi-part thing because, again, Nude and I think that this stuff is really awesome. It is unfortunate that there are scammers out there, but it's important for you to, you know, not get scammed, which is why we are talking about it. I remember the very important thing that I wanted to address. Oh, what is it? This psychic is not a scammer because she brought chakras into the picture. No. Chakra healing is in my opinion chakra healing is legit people who undergo chakra healing either in person with um a wide variety of healers or 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 meditation is free Mm. now i wanted to talk super quickly about the root chakra that you mentioned yeah um it is the root and basis of existence And the root chakra is one of the seven primary chakras according to Hindu tantrism. It is symbolized by a lotus with four petals and the color red. So this isn't witchcraft. This is Hinduism. This isn't a psychic reading. This is a, a religion. And then the sound, because in meditation there are sounds associated with different chakras and emotions and purposes... I actually wanted to play a quick YouTube clip of LAM, that's L-A-M, mm-hmm. which is the so- the chakra meditation for the root chakra. And Shireen, I want you to tell me if this sounds to you like anything we recognize. Okay. okay? Hang on. 
first of all, that is incredibly beautiful. Yeah, that's so relaxing. Mm-hmm. It is. Does it remind you of anything? Um, no. What does it remind you of? It's, I want you to focus in on, like, the tonality. Okay. Anything? I I mean, all I can think of is that it has a kind of deep, echoey mm, quality that I hear in Adhan sometimes. That's the first thing it reminded me of. The first time I heard it, as it starts up, the 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 deep, resonant, uh, like the first sound. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of when the Adhan would start at five in the morning in Abu Dhabi. It's it's the same sound, and I feel the the same deep-rooted sense of stability. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a grounding sound. Yeah. It's, yeah, like you're saying, it's not the mention of chakras that means that this is a scam. It's that she's literally, like, appropriating a religious practice and trying to get $125 for it. And you can't clear your chakras over the goddamn internet. I'm sorry. It's... Also, I'm pretty sure that she is not Indian. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. I am less comfortable saying anything because, as I said, I suspect that it is a group of people. Um, I mean, regardless, if if they are like um, people of color, they should know better than to appropriate something like that. It's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. It's offensive. It's insulting. And all of that aside, why would a psychic make a person feel like shit about themselves? Exactly. Like, aren't you supposed to keep telling me what I want to hear so that I keep coming back? No, because it's a scam. You don't need to come back. They just need $125 up front for a, from approximately a million people. And then they're good. Oh, that's true. So I bet you anything all she has made in this past month has been the $5 from me. Not because I have one brain cell, but because I was doing research for this episode. I honestly don't think so. I suspect they make a decent living scamming people. That makes me really sad. I'm so sad that people do feel that hopeless. You know, I I would like instead of shutting down this Instagram account, I wish I could go through and like address every single person's problems like normally and maybe recommend that they go to therapy because you know I was she's just about to say because you know she was saying like all doors in life are going to be closed to you and I was like see I used to feel that way but I've been in therapy for quite a while now and I feel like that is not true but also imagine coming from a very vulnerable depressed place as I often have been mm-hmm. and legitimately believing that all of your doors have been close to you or are closing. Imagine being that person and spending $5 for some comfort and instead being told that you're you're hopeless. Exactly, which is can be so triggering to people who so have triggering. had yes, who have had thoughts of self-harming. So this is bullshit. 
Uh, shout out to Flame Lamp for not threatening me. Like, <laughs> also, Flame Lamp gave good advice. Like, Flame Lamp latched onto, in my case, a legitimate career path, right? He said, listen, this is a stable career path. There's no harm sticking in it. Yeah, literally. He didn't say that it was going to make me rich. He just said, like, and even if horary astrology had nothing to do with anything he said, he recommended the most reasonable path that would not lead me on a path of self-destruction. It was good advice. Exactly. It was good advice. Um, so I think if we were to wrap this up, um, I think I've exposed myself as not being as hard of a skeptic as I think I am. I'm like a soft skeptic. And I think I've exposed myself as a witch. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is that when you were here, you told me I like give off very witchy vibes and I was like, excuse me? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I was like, by excuse it. me? I was like, I'm sorry, is it the spell books on my bookshelf? Because that's just for fun. Anyway, perhaps. Um, perhaps. So... Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. We will be back uh, whenever we are able to get those other readings done. But we do want to take this a little deeper because, again, it's fun. Uh, you guys should tell us if you've had any paranormal or occult experiences. Um, oh, and also my God. We want to hear every single occult experience you have had, even if it's creepy. Oh, my God, that would be so good. Can we just get a bunch of emails and then we can read them back to you like the women on my favorite podcast to do? Yeah. So, um, you know, go go forth and believe in whatever you want to believe. I think it's really fun. Again, the aesthetics go off uh, and I will never stop believing that. Um, yeah, as long as you're not hurting anybody, as long as you're not trying to scam $125 out of hopeless people, uh, you do you. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'm going to take us out. Yep. This has been yet another episode of Don't Tell Baba. We hope you enjoyed it and hope you'll stick around for more. Our music is by Ahmad on Fiverr. His username is CH6K0R. Post-production is done by my husband, Mike. Thanks, Ahmad and Mike. Thank you, guys. For more shenanigans, find us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBabaPod. If you want to drop us a line, call us at 530-32-HADAM. That's 530-32-42726. See you next week. And remember, don't tell baba you can read your baba's coffee cup though that's cool and like you can share horoscope stuff with them even if they think it's ridiculous my father does they love it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> love you Shu. love you nude love you all love you guys bye bye